Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. You will lose your leadership equity if you lose heart. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context, where we are helping believers and leaders live out Christ in the context of truth and the local church. So glad you could be with us today. I want to talk to you about not losing heart. You know, one of the profiles of a leader is that they lead people. And that means that your heart is always out there. You're just not part of the crowd. And in 2 Corinthians 4, the first verse says this, Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we receive mercy, we do not lose heart. Now, this chapter starts with the word therefore, so that's a conclusion of something. So if you go back to chapter 3, he talks about the reality of walking in the presence of the Lord. And in verse 18, the last verse of that chapter, he says, But we with all unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of God are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. And as you read through chapter 4, there that theme is there. The whole thing of being transformed, that you are in process. That as a leader, you've got to remind yourself that you've not arrived. And that when you're going through challenges in ministry and leadership or challenges, whether it's in the home or in the church or in the workforce or in your civil construct, uh, it is definitely, you know, a stretching thing. And we know that we cannot lose heart. People will see. You will lose your leadership equity when you lose heart. So you've got to keep your heart. You've got to keep your zeal before the Lord. Now, if you go to the end of this chapter, let it's only 18 verses, chapter 4. But if you go to the end of it, let's read verses 16, 17, and 18. And, and let's kind of make a, a bookend of this. Therefore, we do not lose heart, too, or the outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen, for the things which are not seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Here's the mark of a leader. A leader looks at the things that are not seen. Anybody can look at a problem and say, we have a problem. Okay, anybody can look at an overwhelming situation and say, that's an overwhelming situation. But the leader has the ability to translate that into an eternal dimension and not lose heart. Because what I'm going through is going to be translated into something eternal. Now, he says a bunch of things between verse 1 and verse 18, but I want you to see that he starts with don't lose heart, and then he ends with how not to lose heart, okay? But he doesn't ignore the challenges that try to steal your heart. So let's look at a couple of them. Verse 7. We have this treasure in earthen vessels so that the surpassing greatness of the power of God 
and not from ourselves. So we have the power of God, but we have an earthen vessel. We have a, we have a weak container, but we have a great substance. So we have to be aware and in tune to the fact that our vessel is weak and not discount the power of God flowing through us. I think some leaders get very discouraged and knocked off course when they feel like I, I'm just too weak, rather than saying, you know, I am weak, but this is when he is really strong. So weakness, the feeling of, of weariness, of being overwhelmed, is not an excuse not to lead. And I've got to be honest, I've seen many gifted people who had good things in their heart when they hit that wall of weariness, when they hit that wall of of not knowing what to do, of being stretched out, they thought that was their clue, that was their sign that they should stop, rather than allowing the Holy Spirit to draw from within them that eternal treasure. Verse 8 says this, We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not despairing. Ah, I've had days like that. How about you? I've had seasons like that. Afflicted. There is pressure. Okay. There is resistance in every way, but not crushed. This is not uh, unnatural because we are there. We are leading in the spiritual realm and there is resistance. So that affliction has got to be buffeted off of us. It's got to be resisted off of us. And it says here, we're perplexed. Gee whiz. That, does that sound like ministry? We're perplexed, but not despairing, not giving up. We're trusting God. We're not losing heart. The Apostle Paul, I think, is really identifying with what is stumbling some people from going forward, and he's sharing his heart and his life with them. Look at verse 9. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Persecuted. Well, I don't think most Americans uh, have ever been persecuted. There have been a, there've been a few maybe little times here and there. There have been people that have stood up for righteousness and lost their jobs, things of that nature. And uh, I'm not saying that nobody has been persecuted, but it, it's honestly rare. But, you know, even when you're unappreciated or not received, uh, that prejudice that people may come against you with, that's a that's a sliver of that pie. That's a slight form of that same spirit of persecution. But again, the reminder here is not forsaken. Uh, and as a leader, you've got to play to the audience one. Ultimately, you've got to say, who am I trying to please here? It's great when people cooperate. It's, it's great when people buy into your vision. It's great when people show up to a meeting. It's great when people show up to work. It's great when there's harmony in your family. But you know what? You're not forsaken when there's resistance on any of those things. It says struck down but not destroyed. Uh, there, are, there, are, <laughs> there are wounds that come in ministry, and you can either focus on those wounds or you can focus on getting back up. A righteous man is knocked down seven times, but he gets back up. And you, you've got to allow the Holy Spirit to put some spring in your step and get back up. When you're down, get up. That's your next step, okay? Now, verse 10 gets a little more uh, deep, I would say, okay? Always caring about in the body the dying of Jesus. 
In other words, we're dying as unto the Lord, as the way I read this. Ministry, at the end of the day, is giving yourself away. That's what ministry is. Serving is giving yourself away. You are giving yourself away. That's what Jesus did. Jesus gave himself away. And as we do that, okay, it says, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifest in our body. So we've got to realize as we're giving, we're not just giving ourselves. You're not, I'm not giving my time. I'm not giving my money. I'm not giving my my understanding or or maybe some expertise or whatever I may have in a certain area. I'm giving what God has given me. I'm just practicing that. I'm trying to walk that out, okay? And as I do that, there is a life that comes to me. He says here not to lose heart. And so a lot of times I think we lose heart because we're looking at outward circumstances. This chapter really causes us to dig in and look at the internal and the eternal. You know, they go together here. You know, just processing that internal thing that's happening to us, but processing it in light of the eternal thing that will happen with us. And of course, we live in that realm now. And then verse 10, verse 13 says this, but having the same spirit of faith, According to what is written, I believed, therefore I spoke. We also believe, therefore we also speak. So here's the truth. When you're being tested, you're going to find out what you believe. Okay? And one of the ways you find out what you believe is what you is what you speak, what is in you. And you need to speak what you believe, not just what you see. You need to speak what you believe, not just what you feel. This is how you maintain hope that you don't lose heart in what you're doing. Because you can go through the motions. And uh, I think that people around you will see that you're just going through the motions. There's no, there's no zeal. There's no edge. There's no excitement. There's no freshness. Because this is not coming out of your spirit. It's not coming out of a communion of saying, Lord, I'm doing this as unto you. Okay? And I'm dying daily. I am setting myself aside. I am giving myself unto you. This is as unto you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Uh, Leadership is intensive. Ministry... Uh, it, it is intense because it draws something out of us. And it cannot be replenished just by outward appreciation or even outward results. That, that certainly throws a log on the fire. But it has to be replenished by that understanding of Christ working in us. Just as Jesus received his glory from pleasing the Father, That is the thing that motivates us eternally and keeps us going when we're being perplexed, when we're being distressed, when we're being resisted, when we literally are over our heads and don't know what to do and we refuse to lose heart. See, this encourages me because, you know, we celebrate the Apostle Paul as this great leader and, you know, he was shipwrecked, he was this, he was that, you know, he was stoned and left for dead and, (laughs) I mean... The guy went through some things, but here he's bearing his heart and he's sharing his heart 
on how not to lose heart. Hey, this is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. Do not lose heart. Okay, do not lose heart in Jesus' name. When you are tested, that's when you find out what you believe. When we look at outward circumstances, that's when we lose heart. Speak what you believe, not just what you see or feel. This is how you maintain hope, how you don't lose heart in what you are doing. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue as life. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.